Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From Autosport Magazine and Autosport.com, I'm Luke Smith, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Another race, another pole position for Max Verstappen as he topped qualifying for the Mexican Grand Prix on Saturday at the Autodroma Hermanos Rodriguez. But it was not an easily won pole for Verstappen. Mercedes put in its best qualifying performance of the year as George Russell and Lewis Hamilton grabbed second and third on the grid, with both ruining struggles on their final laps that cost them a shot at pole position. Home hero Sergio Perez called his Q3 a mess as he ended up fourth, while Ferrari also had a session to forget as it struggled to fifth and seventh on the grid. 
Joining me to recap qualifying here in Mexico City, not one but two of our finalist journalists. We've got usual guest on the Saturday pod, Alex Kalanorkas, Autosport Grand Prix editor, and making his glorious comeback, Stuart Codling, editor of GP Racing magazine. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Uh, Alex, let's start with you and Max Verstappen's pole position. Again, it's a, a familiar result, of course, but this was not an easily won pole. And he did talk in the post-qualifying presser about just how difficult he finds it to nail a lap around around Mexico. Yeah, I think we'll move past me being relegated to just a usual guest with, uh, in, in, in Codders' uh, amazing shadow that he casts. And that sort of sounds like a bit, it's not a tautology, you'll probably pick me up for that, that later, Codders. But anyway, yeah, back to Max Verstappen, that's what the listeners really want to hear about. Um, yeah, impressive stuff from Verstappen, actually. I mean, in a season where he's been pretty tremendous all the way through. Really, really good uh, come Q3 because he said essentially Red Bull was really struggling Q1 and Q3. Uh, tried Lewis Hamilton in both of those uh, opening sessions in qualifying. And it all seemed to be sort of a continuation of FP3 where every time he got on the curb, especially in the first sector, he was sliding really badly with oversteer. And essentially, I think that was that was still happening. They got it a little bit more under control come Q3, just making slight front wing adjustments, changing little settings on the steering wheel, things like that. He also mentioned a little bit of track evolution at couple of the corners hit the curbs superbly that's where, that's where he felt um things were really really key wasn't having the oversteer struggles on the exit as he was previously and it was just sort of a more clean and gathered lap than he'd previously done and then yeah the mercedes drivers they were frustrated not to be higher than second and third george russell was suggesting that almost mercedes blue pole they've been the quickest car of the weekend and yeah they topped that weird pirelli tire test fp2 and they were absolutely rapid in q3 but i don't think i don't think verstappen was beatable today i think there was definitely uh you know i think russell and hamilton would have been closer than being uh, three tenths away had they got things uh, perfect on their final runs but yeah i don't think verstappen was was probably in reach having said that Hamilton is adamant that had he not lost his first time in Q3 for cutting the curbs, he says at, at uh, turn two, the FIA uh, messaging system in the media centre said turn three, and um, he's adamant that he would have been closer than he was when and third and behind George Russell because he just felt he had to drive within himself to ensure he got a lap in Q3 and wasn't starting ninth or tenth. Definitely a very close session for Mercedes. Toto Wolff, he spoke after the session about how the high altitude conditions here in Mexico do help the car, obviously, the, the dragginess that's hurt them so far this season not so much of an issue here with the thinner air as well the engine benefits the engine advantages that other teams have as well less pronounced here so he reckons it's probably their best chance of a victory going into tomorrow's race obviously three more chances to end the winless campaign that they have had uh, we've covered Red Bull and Mercedes but Ferrari that was the other team I think we thought would be in the conversation for pole position as has been so often this season Charles Leclerc has got nine poles to his name this year but yeah for Ferrari a very difficult session only ending up fifth and seventh on the grid codders what was where did things go wrong for ferrari to say why wasn't it in that conversation with red bull and mercedes it has been so often this year leclerc obviously been dealing with a few sort of hangovers today from the issue he had yesterday which was when he reversed his car at great speed uh, into the uh, the barrier uh, a wreckage that alex and i came across as we were doing our little wander around the track and made a mess of both his car and the tech pro he also said that he had an engine issue and this is something that's been affecting the entire grid they've been very very worried about the effects of of the temperature that the the cars were incurring uh, the alpine drivers said they uh, made some 
changes to the cooling setup which cost them performance overnight so i'd imagine that teams that didn't do that will have been suffering and maybe ferrari chose not to but yeah leclerc had um engine issues science said he just sort of didn't feel as if he got everything out of the car that he could have done so he seemed his sort of demeanor in the pen after the race was sort of he was sort of sanguine and wasn't too disappointed but he said he, he probably there could have been a couple of tenths in there but just maybe not today you could hear the roars from Forasal and you knew which driver was going through there. Obviously, Sergio Perez, the support for him this weekend, it's absolutely electric. Electrics were what undid him, though, in qualifying. He said it was an electrical issue that, uh, yeah, I mean, he had some issues with his, with his dash, his brake balance was off as well throughout the session. So a, a tricky one for him. We saw last year just how much that podium meant to him. Uh, Dada Perez going nuts with the Mexican flag after the race. Well, uh, Alex, I mean... What chance do you think Checo has from P4 tomorrow? We know that that long run down to Turn 1, starting from pole actually sometimes isn't, isn't the worst thing. It is, isn't where you want to be. You want to be either second, third or fourth. For Checo, what kind of chance do you reckon he's got tomorrow is to give the Mexican fans that win they would absolutely love? And how important is it going to be for him and Verstappen to work together to defeat the two Mercedes that's going to be such a threat, I think? Yeah, I have quite a lot of sympathy for Sergio Perez for those electrical uh, problems, the dash problem, because uh, as you said, Luke, with the, the high altitude here, things is just that that much more difficult. I mean, Max Verstappen was saying in the, in the, in the post-qualifying press conference that even he struggles to nail a lap and he's you know, one of the best qualifiers potentially ever in Formula One and, and or, or probably will go on to be. Um, so yeah, that must have been uh, very frustrating for Perez and obviously frustrating for, for the home fans. But yeah, in terms of the race, all is not lost from P4. Uh, the last couple of years, this race has been won from third on the grid. Perez is just going to have to take a, a leaf out of his teammates book from last year. Uh, I think I wrote this in Autosport magazine and autosport.com, but I put Verstappen's uh, around the outside pass on both Mercedes drivers as the move of the season particularly given in that context the pressure he was under you know with the title fight and it all going down to the wire for Lewis Hamilton uh, but Perez is going to have to do something something similar I mean we know that the slipstream effect is reduced for this year nevertheless the pack will all arrive into that first corner together and that's where he's really going to have to get his elbows out in terms of the race pace I think Mercedes is going to be there. I do see this being a, a, a two-horse or you know a two-team race uh, between the silver cars and the Red Bull cars. But again, I just don't see Verstappen as, as easily beatable. And, and if, you, if you're talking about a home victory for Perez, I think that's that's probably his bigger problem rather than the, the Mercedes cars. Verstappen's also not going to be wanting to give up on his chances to break the, the, the victory record that he claims he doesn't care about. Verstappen always uh, very relaxed when it comes to things like that. And Luke, you and I saw Max Verstappen being very relaxed in uh, an Austin barbecue joint on the Tuesday night after the race. Uh, the week queued up to get in, Max was, was already in there. And as we, as we walked past him, he was, he was sat right by the bar. Members of the public coming up to him just saying, congratulations on your race victory. Took it all in his stride, seemed very relaxed. Even gave us a, a quick nod, uh, keeping, it as, keeping it us as arm's length, obviously, uh, with these uh, prying journalists. But no, it was, it was really good to see Max there and he looked like he was really enjoying himself. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I personally see no reason why he's not the favourite for tomorrow, despite what uh, I'm sure many thousands of people at the uh, at the Mexico track would love to see for Perez. Just to pick up on the issue of Perez's electrics and difficulty with managing brake balance and that sort of thing, that that's actually very important at this circuit and certainly today, uh, perhaps more than other days, where my eye was just drawn to one of the. FIA information pages which displays stuff you generally don't particularly look at such as is it raining or isn't it raining well actually you know you can look out the window and see that the wind speed and direction indicator uh, the, the direction indicator was basically rotating you know 
like a roulette wheel in slow motion, but basically during the qualifying session, the wind blew from every single possible direction. And a lot of the drivers alluded to the fact that they were having to make even more adjustments than usual between laps, during the laps. Uh, and, and that just makes it so much tricky at a track like this where you know, the, the straights broadly run in three directions. So you've got you know, the, the, the main straight, then you've got sort of two straights further around the lap and then the further sort of what you might call the diagonal straight. So uh, depending on which way the wind's blowing, you could have a tailwind, a headwind or a crosswind at any of the braking zones that are at the end of those straights. So it's particularly tricky on a surface like that, which is very slippery, as everyone says. One thing you didn't mention, Alex, about our running with Max at Cooper's barbecue joint was that we'd actually seen him about five minutes earlier in the street and walked past him. So it kind of looked like that we'd walked past him and then ended up in the same place anyway, which was a little bit awkward. But uh, anyway, uh, good to know that we have excellent taste in barbecue food, even as a vegetarian myself. So go us, I say. Uh, anyway, back to uh, today. And uh, I think one of the sort of funny story that's come out of today was uh, Fernando Alonso. Some comments uh, he made in an interview with uh, The Telegraph newspaper in the Netherlands, talking about sort of world titles and the weight of world titles, how good they are and things like that. And he said that, yeah, I've got a lot of respect for drivers who win titles against other teams, basically other drivers and other teams. Noted how he never beat Giancarlo Fisichella to win his two titles with Renault. But then he said, look, Schumacher won his titles basically fighting Barrichello Hamilton won his titles basically fighting Rosberg and uh, he issued a clarification on Twitter today saying oh it's media looking for headlines Codders I think you were in the media pen talking with him go on explain what did Fernando have to say for himself on this one this was utterly hilarious isn't it it's like man digs own hole then tosses some gravel in it then starts digging the hole again and then denies existence of hole isn't it so he very much meant what he said Fernando never doesn't mean what he said and he's been in the business for long enough to know that if if he pursues a particular topic it is going to be printed with an angle because journalists look for stories human beings look for stories the human brain is keyed to narrative that's why we watch films we read books and we watch Formula One obviously Fernando meant what he said it then kind of blew up in the pen, uh, our colleague Oleg asked him a question about the whole clarification on social media and, uh, and Fernando effortlessly switched into diplomacy mode. He was like a football player who'd done a dodgy tackle and then just waved his arms as if to say, it wasn't me, ref. He said, you know, it's, it's, it's such a pity these things happen and we should be, as, as drivers, we should be working together and we shouldn't be setting the fans against one another. His final comment was, uh, this is a beautiful time and we're all in this together. And uh, that reminded me of a political slogan from about 10 or 12 years ago. And uh, as, as, as a song written by a, a local band uh, pointed out about that slogan, some are more in it than others. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
Center. Thank you, Collars, for that. Uh, yes, wonderful summation. Uh, a beautiful time we are in. And I think we've had a very beautiful time in Mexico so far this weekend. It's been quite a, a profitable time, quite a, a time of dress up as well for us over the past few days. Um, this is not for none of us our first visit to Mexico. Alex, you've been here for Formula E before. I've done the Grand Prix once before. Collars, I think, once or twice or three times even. It's a wonderful event. We know that. Thursday, we had the, the paddock barbecue where they encourage people to dress up in the 60s or 80s themes to celebrate the history of the race. Uh, we donned some shell suit jackets and went for a bit of a, a boy band look. Alex literally let his hair down. Codders was wearing a lovely glow-in-the-dark t-shirt. I was there as well in the shell suit jacket. And uh, we won best dressed in the paddock uh, party. How did we win that, guys? I have absolutely no idea. I'd actually forgot it happened. I was like, what's the final topic going to be in our podcast? I'm so delighted it's been this. Uh, but yeah, we were we were there merrily, uh, in, you know, enjoying the uh, the delights of uh, the, what the, uh, the Mexico City promoters had provided in terms of beverages and comestibles uh, following uh, a hard day of uh, work on the opening day, the uh, the pre-event media day on Thursday. And yeah, suddenly uh, Natalie Pinkham from Sky Sports F1 arrived, told us we had we were the winners, presented us with a novelty giant boarding pass. Slightly awkward, you know, the, the prize is a, a trip to Cancun for two people and there are three of us here. But I, uh, the Codders had a, a reference uh, and uh, we sort of we left it to him at that point for the awkwardness. So that man who delights in such things. The, the fact that there were three of us and the ticket was for two reminded me nothing less than the late, great Jim Bowen's 80s TV darts quiz programme, Bullseye, where a couple, not always mixed sex and very, very rarely actually married, they were generally darts partners rather than cohabitees, would play darts, there'd be a bit of a quiz and there'd be a prize at the end. Generally speaking, the prize in this programme was colossally unsuitable to be shared between people who are not actually living in marital bliss. So it would be a luxury fitted kitchen, a speedboat or a car. And of course, this being the 1980s and budgets being as they were, the car was generally a mini metro. Not a Rover 100, that was a later rebranding. So not particularly desirable uh, cars. The most annoying facet of this programme for many people was, or certainly the participants, was that even if the the people who went on to sort of the the final lost uh, and didn't win the grand prize, Jim Bowen would always say, let's see what you would have won. And it would have been the luxury fitted kitchen, the speedboat the car, the Mini Metro. Fortunately, on Thursday in the Mexico City paddock, we were able to show the rest of the participants in this fancy dress competition what they would have won. And it was tickets for two from Mexico to Cancun. So for any of those listening who were desirous of winning this competition Yabu and Sucks you were beaten by the Tribute Act in their shell suit tops thankfully um, and finally we also paid a visit to the Lucha Libre last night I've never been to there before I don't think you had either uh, Codders or Alex I mean what a what a weird night it was but thoroughly enjoyable as we saw some uh, Royal Rumble wrestling and uh, I, I don't quite know what happened we, we even got the wrestling masks as well it was uh, yeah highly enjoyable highly convivial as you may say Codders and a real good taste of sort of Mexican culture I guess yeah I absolutely love the Lucha Libre I, I wasn't expecting to get front row seats but uh, thanks to our hosts that happened uh, unfortunately we sort of missed the support act a, a little bit because of the Mexico City traffic but um, you know we, we arrived and there were some like burly gentlemen in, in, in pants throwing each other around the ring so we hadn't missed much and uh, as 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 you said the the the, the great 
grand finale of the evening uh, was, was, was a Royal Rumble, a sort of Mexico versus the rest of the world dust off, a tag team action uh, between some of, some of the Southern Hemisphere's great, greatest women wrestlers. And uh, quite frankly, I've, I've not seen um, eight women throw each other around by the hair on a Friday night since I, I left my uh, hometown of Hull many years ago. So it, it, was, it was a thrilling nostalgia trip. Being of a certain age, I was able to entertain my colleagues with yarns of Saturday afternoon wrestling, which was a staple of the, the, the broadcast schedules back in the 1980s. We, we were the equivalent of those old grannies in the front row with their umbrellas. I think the audience is a bit more mixed for wrestling in Mexico than it was in the 1980s in England. Yes, indeed. It was uh, yeah, a really good evening. So again, thank you to the uh, Mexico promoters. It's a really great event. For any fans listening at home, if you can get to Mexico for the race, I really, really would encourage you. It's uh, yeah, one of the best run Grand Prix of the season. A great city, just really, really cool vibes. But the main thing, of course, will be the on-track action tomorrow. Max Verstappen on pole position, George Russell alongside him on the front row, Lewis Hamilton lurking just behind. We'll be back tomorrow, myself and Codders once again for the post-race review podcast we look forward to chatting then codders thank you alex thank you very much as well and uh, yeah we will see you guys tomorrow after the mexican grand prix mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You've always had what it takes to make it happen, and we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program, so you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.